0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the Toxic Mold Expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 85 Ways to Prevent a Moldy Merry Christmas. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the
1: Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, today we are talking about ways to prevent a moldy Merry Christmas. Where did you get that idea from?
2: Um, Well, because Christmas is on Friday and, you know, people don't really think a whole lot about mold when they think about Christmas. I mean, do you really ever think about mold and moldy Christmas?
1: Well, I do once you did that Facebook post about mold and Christmas trees. Remember that one?
2: Yeah, we did last year, we actually did an episode about uh, Christmas trees. It was specific to Christmas trees. So, you know, I guess for the most part, most people just don't think about mold and Christmas. You're kind of caught up with the holidays. And, of course, right now everybody's waiting for this COVID thing to go away.
1: It's <laughs> true if it ever does. If but... it,
2: it's just, yeah, it's the I, – I always like to say mold is the gift that keeps giving. And for 2020 – covid is the gift that keeps giving so so yeah that's just why you know like i said it's close to christmas and figured we could incorporate mold and christmas all around
1: well and with people so focused on covid can people even differentiate between signs of mold sickness and signs of covid i mean people are worried about family coming to their home but are they even looking for mold sickness with covid
2: do you want the political or non-political <laughs> answer? <laughs> Whichever answer. Because it you seems can't... like everybody wants to correlate COVID with everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be political, but it, you know, it's easy to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the nature of the beast. And yeah, there are different symptoms. You know, we haven't talked about this. We did an episode way back. Well, it had to have been, what, in March we did an episode? COVID think... versus?
1: Oh, mold sickness, I think so, sickness. yeah.
2: And so there are some differences, some very stark differences um, with mold sickness. And one of the, you know, one of the main ones is typically like with mold sickness, you're not going to experience a fever. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, you're not going to have diarrhea. You you shouldn't have the shortness of breath that people are having with COVID. Um, but there, there's so many similarities because mold sickness can cause all those too. But for the most part, that's not, you know, mold sickness is going to be more, You know, headaches, watery eyes, runny nose, uh, dry throats, headaches, stuff like that. So, you know, we we try not to get too much into the medical side of things. But there's definitely differences. But like I said, it's, you know, I think it's easy for people right now to just say it's COVID. And, you know, that that, that brings up something too. It's, It's similar to like flu and a cold. You you could be experiencing those. Uh, The biggest difference is mold sickness is not going to go away unless you remove that mold concern or remove yourself from that moldy environment. So that'd be the big difference.
1: Now, I'm sure a lot of people, especially with all of this idea of COVID testing, they're wondering if they suspect mold sickness, either with somebody who lives in their home or somebody who's visiting their home, do you run to a doctor? Do you, what's the testing... From a met like what do you do if you suspect that you have mold sickness? Who do you go to?
2: Well, I I mean there's there's it's I'm not saying it's a tough answer to or tough question to answer, but there's just there's so many variables that go into the whole mold sickness part of it, mm-hmm. where they're at, what their symptoms are, where they're being exposed. What you know, if you have COVID, you have COVID. I mean it kinda sounds crazy, but you have it, it doesn't matter. Where you're at, if whether it's in your car, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, if you're experiencing the symptoms, you're going to have the symptoms of COVID. Whereas mold sickness, that's where it gets complicated too, because you could be being exposed, let's say, at work, but your body's not showing the signs of it until you get home, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So it's really tough to differentiate quickly, whether it's mold sickness or something like COVID. I mean, you have to get a mold specialist involved like myself, your doctor involved, obviously a journal that we talk about quite often when it comes to mold sickness. You know, you, it would the best, my best answer to your question would be, it's a lot easier to go get tested for COVID and find out if it's positive or negative versus mold exposure. And you can go get tested, but they, those tests aren't readily available. At, you know, where we live, we live in a small town I would imagine our entire state, we probably don't have a whole lot of doctors out there that that even know how to test for mold toxicity and stuff like that, if that makes sense. So, where's COVID? You know, we can, I think we read the other day that they're doing antibody testing or something like that. Can you tell me?
1: Yeah, they're doing antibody testing now. So, then does it make sense for somebody if they suspect that their home environment has mold issues to get? some form of mold testing done on the home environment so they at least know what's there before right. they go to a doctor. Yeah.
2: So from the mold specialist point of view, that would make a lot of sense. You know, we I have a course that, that I created. is toxic mold making me sick. And, you know, the point of that course is to kind of walk people through the steps they have to take. But yeah, you, you, you wouldn't get very far. It, it'd be no different than, let's just say, you have a tore up shoulder. You wouldn't get very far if you go to your GP and say... Well, I don't know. I kind of hurt all over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you didn't really have anything specific, just like mold, the doctor's not really going to know where to start. With with mold exposure, you know, you really do need the what I call the blue-collar side of it, which is what we do. You kind of need that person that says, yeah, you know, we did a mold inspection. There's no visible mold, but our air testing shows... There are these molds that are in the air. Maybe you're allergic to one of those mold types. Does that make sense? Yeah. You you would your money and time would be a lot better well spent if you got a mold specialist or an indoor air quality specialist involved prior to getting your doctor involved. Because I don't. We've talked about the doctors and you know doctors, just like home inspectors, they're trained. For indoor air quality concerns, but they're not specialized in that. So, going to your doctor might not—you might not get the answers you want that you're looking for, if that makes sense.
1: So, like you said about the j- documenting things in a journal, it's better to have a lot of information to then bring to a doctor, and educating yourself on the things that's going on right. in your home so that you—you you can really. Test the doctor's knowledge to see if they know what they're talking about. If not, you can find the right specialist. Right,
2: and and it goes back to and this is the same way when you are looking for a mold specialist. You have to you have to have a doctor that's going to buy into what you think could be causing it. Now, I'm not saying you go in there as a know it all, Mm -hmm. but if you have a doctor that just says, "Oh, mold's natural," it doesn't. That's not what's making you sick. You're not. I just think you're spinning your wheels if you don't have a doctor that's going to be behind you, and so keep that in mind. You know, for our listeners, the last thing a doctor and I know from from what I do, I'm sure for what you do in your profession, the last thing you want is a know it all. Yeah. So be careful when you go to your doctor. Don't don't say, well, you know, <laughs> this blue collar guy Steve Worsley has a podcast, and he told me this is what's making me sick. You probably aren't going to get very far, but yeah, you you really need. All this information, and make sure you're approaching it in the, in the right manner. You could have, you could have a mold specialist that doesn't believe it's making you sick. I've I've showed you articles where yeah. they're national articles. It's a I get a notification every day for like mold testing, mold sickness, and Google. I don't. Mm-hmm. You can explain that a little better. Yeah, but, like Google alerts. Yeah, Google mm-hmm. alerts is what it's called. And 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 companies just say, yeah, you passed. The mold test, they are testing, and I when I show those see we just laugh because yeah. is there any such thing as a no, pass No, there's no, no such thing as a pass. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so you could have a mold specialist that doesn't really buy into what, you know, the way I view things. So, so yeah, make sure you, you have your ducks in a row. And, and, and once again, it's not always black and white. You're not just going to go in, ask your doctor for a test, and they're going to say, yeah, you have a mold problem at home. It's not that simple.
1: No, and it could be from other areas that are not at home. So it's important to keep a journal so you know when you're feeling sick and what areas, where have you spent the most time, in what specific rooms so you have more information.
2: yep. I mean, it could be, you know, not you didn't buy a brand new vehicle, but you bought a new vehicle to you and you started getting sick. Or you guys, you know, you move into a new home or a new apartment or rental. You know, there are a lot of things that, you know, could be trigger events that we can point out and say, oh, so you just bought a home, you know, how old's the home? Is there any water stains? Or, oh, okay, so you bought a vehicle new to you, but it's 10 years old and it, it was in Louisiana and it was there for some sort of hurricanes or whatever. So so you do need to know where you're at. What And once again, not just where you're at, what kind of environments are you being exposed to? Do you work in an office where everybody complains about headaches all the time? And all of you are kind of like, yeah, well, look at all this mold. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, that does so, make sense. So, yeah, information is power. Just make sure, like I said, be careful how you approach your mold specialist and your doctor about it because last thing they want is somebody. That, if, if you already know it all, you know, I say this to you all the time, when I have a know-it-all I'm dealing with, I look at them and I don't say it to them, but I say to myself, Why are you hiring me if, if you are know it all Exactly, so, exactly. So yeah, it's it's very important and it, you know, it's that's a great question and a, you know, great topic to t- to talk about. Because you can't you just can't do a COVID test when it comes to mold. Yeah. It's not a passer fell. There's no you know, there's just a lot more to it Absolutely. on the medical side.
1: And there's a lot more to it when somebody does figure out that they have uh, mold sickness that came from mold toxicity. So, what does somebody do to once they figure out yes they have mold sickness to actually heal from that?
2: So obviously, when they're at that point, you've gotten your doctor involved. You've you've had to do testing. You've gotten a mold specialist involved. So you know obviously it was mold sickness. And and when we talk about this, it sounds extreme, but this is what I have to say to our listeners. If you're being exposed to mold at home, you have to vacate that property immediately with literally the clothes, only the clothes on your back. And then you're actually supposed to go buy new clothes and get rid of those clothes. Now, is that extreme? Oh, it's very extreme. But you, the, the reason that we tell people to do that is, is, let's just say, you know, one of our listeners is, is obviously they know they, they, they have mold toxicity. They need to detox. The last thing we want, and let's say there's two or three of them in the household. The last thing we want is them vacating the property that's causing the mold sickness. They bring their kids stuffed toys, their laptops, you know, a weeks worth of clothes, the bag they put their clothes in that has all that mold. You're just taking it from from your home to wherever else you're going. And it sounds extreme, but that's it's cross-contamination is what we call it.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely something where people aren't necessarily ready for the extreme that's required when it's required.
2: Right. And when when I tell clients that, they're like, "Wow, really?" Well, yeah, that's (laughs) that's what I have to tell them. But of course, you know, those are the first steps. You know, once you get the mold professional in there, they can treat, like even the clothes. They can take them to dry cleaners. They can there. There's different. They can have them washed with different detergents that obviously is going to get rid of the mold. You don't do that all in the home. There's things like your furniture, like couches, you just have to toss those. Things like a desk, um, your laptop, stuff like that, they can treat those with microbials and take care of it so that it is safe. But you you as, you know, I would just say the patient being exposed to mold, you can't just pick and choose, well, you know, I'm going to wipe this down or wipe that down, and I can take it with.
1: No, and w- one thing I don't know that we've ever really talked about when it comes to mold sickness. You know, people are worried with COVID and spread. Mold sickness is not something that spreads from person to person,
2: right? Not in a way. No, it's not. Not in a way that COVID does. Okay. Um, and, and when I say that, it, it it's kind of I I could I could say, well, yeah, it does because. If you're taking mold spores that are on your clothes, and you get into your car, you're you're exposing obviously a, the upholstery in your car to whatever you're sitting on, or, you know your clothes, and then whatever you're sitting on. Then you get out of there. You go into your neighbors or whoever you're staying with, your family. You're 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 just taking those mold spores from your couch to their couch.
1: Got it. Does okay. That make sense? Okay. So it's a different kind of yeah. Spread.
2: It's not a. It's not contagious in the way in medical terms like COVID is, Mm -hmm. but it is. It's, you know, COVID they say is aerosolized and, you know, that that's somewhat of a vague term, but so is mold. Mold's airborne.
1: That's true. Mold is everywhere.
2: So it's, you know, it's not like, once again, I'm obviously not a doctor. It's not like COVID in the manner that, that just by you exposing your mold, Concerns to your parents who you're gonna go stay with makes them automatically catch it. Does that make sense?
1: Well, and to go back to that the, the idea of Christmas That's one of the reasons why you suggest people get their homes tested On the regular for mold because when you're inviting people into your home If you don't know what your mold situation is you might actually be exposing them to right. things that could make them sick
2: exactly and, and it, it might not be making you or anybody inside your home sick, but it could make your, let's say, elderly mother sick, or you know, it, it. It's no different than COVID. Your immune system, you know, if if you have any underlying conditions, just like with COVID, it's the same thing with mold. It could affect you differently than it would someone else. So, you know, that's why, like you said, you you need to be careful, especially like with Christmas and the holidays. You know, you need to be careful not only what you're exposing yourself to. What are you exposing? You know, people coming into your home. What are you exposing? Then, you know, you could be getting them sick. Which, once again, it this whole COVID thing just complicates everything.
1: Absolutely. So, what is your call to action for people when they're thinking about the Christmas holiday and and people coming over?
2: Well, I think you know with the whole COVID stuff that's going on. You know, when 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 the COVID pandemic goes away or however you want to word it keep in mind just like with mold be careful what you're exposing yourself to even once covid you know people have immunizations and whatnot vaccines make sure you you're cognizant of what you're exposing yourself to like if if you go to over to your brother's house every time you go there it's like you can smell a musty odor and he doesn't clean like you do and you know maybe he has an unfinished basement that no one ever goes down into because it's yucky and whatnot just make sure you know what you're exposing yourself to
1: that's a really good point so and obviously with christmas only a few days away we do want to tell everybody merry christmas
2: exactly so happy holidays whatever you guys call it <laughs> happy hanukkah um we don't mean to offend anybody that's listening if you don't <laughs> celebrate it but all the holidays we, all call the it, we call we call i call it merry christmas if it offends people i, I apologize <laughs> merry christmas we'll catch you on the next episode
0: prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.